Eagles Entertainment. On Thursday, December 2nd, Eagles players spoke to the media. First up, defensive tackle Fletcher Cox. True, you know, going forward. Uh, I mean, obviously, um, you can be excited about playing a, a, a young quarterback, but the guy can move around, can throw the ball around, can make throws in tight windows. Um, I mean, you just kind of see what, what the future is, what his future will be, um, you know, going forward. I mean, just because he's a rookie don't mean he can't make the throws and, you know, you can't confuse him. I think you see on tape some teams try to confuse him and, uh, you know, he get get rid of the ball and, and make make plays downfield. So you got to respect that from a young guy like from Zach. He was, uh, he was chirping a little bit during those training camp practices. Is that fair to say you guys had a little back and forth? Oh, I mean, the quarterback's live now. So, uh, I mean, obviously, um, uh, the chirping was competing. I mean, everybody's going to, you know, chirp when they're competing and, uh, you know, having fun and being smart at the same time. It was training camp. You know, we, you know, everybody protected their quarterbacks. But I think, uh, I think it'd be a competitive game. It might be some chirping from both sides early in the game, knowing that we practice against them. Um, but at the end of the day, you got to respect them. I mean, they're coming off a big win. We're coming off a tough loss. So um, it's going to be who won it the most. When you watch the film over the last last month, do you feel like your comfort in playing the scheme has gotten um, better? I mean, absolutely. Uh, the the comfort in you know what what they're asking, uh, what they're asking for us to do, and um, the, the the type of scheme that we've been playing is you know obviously um, you know we've been um, playing in the backfield, uh, being aggressive up front, uh, getting off the ball, things that we've been doing. Um, so um, the guys are having fun, um, flying around, and you know when when, we, when there's a change of scheme doing it and doing the course of a game, it's changed for a reason. So uh, you know, excited about that, and you know just excited to get ready to go play on Sunday. Back in the summer and those joint practices, do you have any big takeaways from facing that for a few days? I mean, you learn a lot. I mean, obviously, you know, every team has, you know, their, their, their training camp deals. Uh, obviously, um, of course, they, they're not going to show everything. Uh, we're not going to show everything. It's just, you know, kind of the just playing my games, you know, uh, knowing that they're, they're on the schedule for a regular season. And uh, like I said, it's going to be a competitive game. It's almost like kind of like, you know, we, were, we spent a couple of days there. They know us. We kind of know them, uh, especially personnel-wise. So, well, we're looking forward to it. What's kind of impressed you the most about the way the defense has played like the last three or four games, especially? I mean, even against the Giants, you guys only allowed, you know, 13 points and have a chance together. to win. I think the defense has been playing together. Uh, I think it's you know, no, no selfishness on the defense. I think every man is just doing their job. Um, every guy's holding every guy beside them accountable. And I think uh, when you got 11 guys doing that, I mean, and everybody's on the same, on the same page, uh, the biggest thing from that is you get some 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 good outcomes, some bad outcomes. But I think you know overall, I think we've been playing um, you know good defensive football as a group. I have an opportunity to spend a lot of time with Jalen Hurts, but how what have you seen out of him and his response to his struggles on Sunday since then? Yeah, I got it. You know, everybody's is is not about the the struggles; it's about how you respond. Uh, I know um, I've been here with the kid for two years now, and. Um, you know, he played played enough football to know how to respond from struggles. You know, he understand that you know that this this league is you know up and down, and every weekend is not going to be um, you know on fire weekend. Um, you got to understand that every weekend could could go either way, which you know that's part of being in the NFL, and that's part of understanding this league. And I think he's getting to a point on you know during the season where he know he you know as a as an individual you know we don't we don't all have on fire games you know and. That kid, you know, I got so much respect for him, knowing that he, he know how to bounce back from it, and he don't, you know, he don't, he don't get on his skin. It don't bother him. It's pretty uh, large sample size now in the season. Milton, as a rookie, has played inside, outside. But what have you seen when you think back to camp or 
those practices with the Jets, his development as the season has, has gone on? I think his growth is the biggest thing that's been going on. Uh, his growth, the way he's from when he got here, uh, his growth is has, you know, taken steps day by day and just realizing that I'm standing in his ear all the time, you know, that it's a long season. And, uh, you know, you, you kind of see him, you know, day to day, you know, kind of like moping around a little bit. And, you just you know, that's why I'm there to pick him up and let him know hey, it's a long season to keep your head up and know, again, that the season ups and downs is not always sunny. You know, there's some rainy days, there's some snowy days, there's some days where the sun don't shine at all. Uh, but you got to be able to push through it. And Milton, Milton's been doing that. Rookie wall, uh, real. It's been a long time for you, but typically this is the time of year where college guys are done. Do you think it's real? Per- oh, it's real. You know, I think anybody in the NFL will tell you, if they tell you that it's not real, they'll lie because it's real. Uh, I mean, you got to look at it from going from, you know, as a rookie, you're going from January and you're training for a combine, you're doing all these things, the mini camp, OTAs, training camp, to the season, to obviously now 17 games. Look at a guy that's been going, you know, that long. Uh, it's, it can be definitely uh, mentally and physically draining. But as a rookie, you know, that's why you got guys around. You got older guys that's been through that. They know how to talk talk younger guys through it. And then with that, obviously, you know, you guys have your bye. It's late in the season and stuff. But, I mean, is that is that a good time for guys like that who are going through, like, rookie wall and all that? It is. It is. And the biggest thing that we've been talking about um, is, is what's most important. is not looking forward to the bye. It's looking forward to Sunday's game and getting the win. Uh, that way we go on the bye feeling good. Next to the podium, cornerback Avante Maddox. Avante, what's your best Elijah Riley story? My best Elijah Riley story? Uh, There's so many. I mean, one day we was actually traveling. I forgot where we were traveling to, but it was we was going to a away game, and he showed up to the away game with a sleeves with no no sleeves on it, like a little tank top, underarm, hair pits out. I'm like, ugh, man, put some deodorant on. But nah, he cool. He, he, that's, that's probably my funniest one. And then he came back into the um, the um, film room. <laughs> Our coach was like, hey, man, you can't be wearing that no more. <laughs> so that was, that's probably my funniest one. Hey, Vontae, um, are you, do you get a little bit more excited when you see a, an inexperienced quarterback on the other side and say maybe there's a chance to make plays this week or you can't yeah, boil things down to that? Yeah, I mean, you got a young quarterback there. I mean, you just got to make sure you, you know, have good disguise and things like that. Because, I mean, he's capable of, you know, playing the game and, you know, making the throws and things like that. But, you know, you you get him off guard when you got a good disguise and things and he can't process it as fast. And, you know, hopefully that's when the time he's able to make the mistakes and you're able to, you know, capitalize on them. You saw him this past summer in a, in a scrimmage. Um, is it different now after looking at some tape, you know, this week of him? I know he missed some time with injury. Yeah, he missed some time with injury, so, you know, he, he he's still developing. Um, you know, he, he in that back in camp, you know, we got we um we had went up against him and, you know, he was he was cool. I mean he was making he's making throws as well. You you see he's capable of making the throws and you know, you watch the film and you know he has some he scrambles and he's letting it go, you know, deep and you know the guys are just running. So, you know, like I said, Earlier, just a minute ago, um, you just got to make sure you get him off guard, disguise him a lot, and then, you know, that's where he starts to, you know, not see, read it as well maybe, and then you, you just hopefully make a mistake and we can capitalize. Well, how do you think this defense has improved the most over the past month or so when you started to have more success? Uh, you know, just going out there, you know, you know, 
having a will and want to win, you know, just, you know, making sure we, we, we do all the little things right from the details and the fundamentals on the field and limit the mental error, limit the mental errors, error mistakes. And, you know, after that, you know, it's just us going out there and doing our job. Um, you know, we go out there every time we meet in the room and, you know, we, we always go in and say, coach says, you know, it don't matter what we call, don't matter what's being called, you know, we're the players, we make it happen and we go out there and, you know, we take that in pride and we go out there and we, we try to get as many turnovers, you know, punching at the balls, trying to get as many, you know, strip sacks, interceptions, anything, you know, just trying to get the ball back to our offense. So, you know, we've been improving in that area and, you know, it's been getting better each and every week. 14 by is a, it's a pretty late by. How do, I guess, how's the team feeling right now, physically? Uh, I mean, uh, it's a lot of guys, you know, probably beat up. I mean, I'm sore. You know, it's been a long, it's a longer season. It's been a long season since our bye, but I feel like the bye week later in the season, I don't know if it's ever been one this long. It might be the last one. But, um, <laughs> so, um, I, I think it's good. I mean, you know, you get a chance to get a break after, you know, doing all that beating up on your body and, you know, you get a break before you go into, like, the rest of the um, divisional games. So I feel like it's a plus for us and, you know, be able to get get back, get off, get away from the building and relax and then, you know, come back in ready to work. How would the Wednesday walk for yourself? Uh, it helped a lot. I mean, it will give you more time to recover. Um, you know, you're not running as much and, you know, you're able to walk through. So, you know, I like the, the walk through on Wednesday. Um and, and, you know, we go out here on Thursday, you know, we, we're, we're feeling a lot much better. And, you know, we can, you know, get back into our um, grind, grind week. Thanks, Yvonne. Thanks, Yvonne. Up next, kicker Jake Elliott. Congratulations, first off. Thank you. I appreciate it. What's been uh, working for you, especially over this last month? Uh, I don't know. Just... Kind of getting in the groove. I mean, the the guys, Rick and Rick and Aaron, have been awesome for me. Um, just being really smooth, I, I can see everything in front of me, and that gives me a lot of confidence and hitting the ball well. How do you treat the success? Because it's it's probably something where you don't want to let it, let it get to you too much, yeah. but it's it's no, good it's, for I mean, it's the same way you handle struggles. You show up every day and um, you focus on. Okay. Uh, you focus on the little things. You focus on ball contact, and that's what I'm doing every day. Um, you know, it's it's a battle every single practice I come to, just trying to be consistent and um, focusing on the process. So when you, you hear you win an award like that, how do you compartmentalize it? Uh, I mean, it's it's nice to be recognized for it, but it's it's still the same process. I'm gonna go out to practice and have the same approach that I do every Thursday. Did you did you look at last year and maybe it not being your best year and um, view? This off season and subsequently the year is like pressure mounting on you, and I have to do something different to 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 stave off having I another. I don't think I approached it that way. I think I approached all the off seasons kind of the same, and in the essence, where I'm going to go look back at the film from the previous year and and see what I like and see what I don't like, and change technical things based on that. Um, I would say I I probably spent a little bit more time in the in the film room in the off season than I typically do. But, uh, you know, just little things here and there that, that I feel made my, my kicking technique a little bit more repeatable. Um, so I focused on that, focused on the little things, and obviously has been paying off. Can you tell us some of, some of those changes? Um, yeah, some of the things just as far as technical stuff goes is just shorten up my steps a little bit. Um, it just makes that a little bit easier to repeat uh, time and time again, especially when you get into these, these colder months where it's, it's tough to kick. Um, 
you know, you can get away with some of that stuff when you're kicking indoors or kicking in warm weather, but um, it, ju it just makes it a little bit more consistent. Are those things that you, like, decide on your own, or do you bounce it off people? Uh, a lot of the stuff stems from me, definitely, but it's, it's stuff that I bounce off uh, a few people that I've kind of gotten to know growing up, whether it's Jamie Cole, who's a pretty well-known kicking guy, or kicking coach back home, Chris Nundick. Um, just a couple guys here and there, and then obviously having Tyler Brown, who speaks the language, it's nice to have have his uh, input as well. Michael mentioned that uh, that Tyler speaks the language. How, how yeah. much of a help has that been for you to have somebody? Because Michael's not a kicker, so yeah. I mean, honestly, it's just been nice being able to being able to talk the talk the same language, like you said. Uh, you know, bouncing ideas off each other. He's obviously seen it before. Um, you know, in years past, and I know a lot of other kickers kind of go through this, but you're you're thinking of ways to to get through certain things and. Uh, it's kind of you're the start and the end point. You know, you think through it in your head, and that's where it ends, and you try it out. But you can actually bounce ideas off of him, which is nice, and he can tell you whether he likes it or not. Tyler's been around, uh, obviously, his dad for a long time. Yeah. His dad's been around uh, Tucker for a long time. Do you do you ever look at other kickers and, and say, uh, this guy does this well, I, I can take this from him? Yeah, there's – I mean, you you watch everyone, obviously. We all, we all kind of know each other. It's a little – kicker fraternity in a sense so uh you you definitely watch some guys and especially with with how social media is now you're you're able to see a lot of guys and what they're doing in the off seasons and what you like about their approach and what you like about their swing and try to take little pieces from here and little pieces from here and kind of trial and error in the off season so um yeah i would say i definitely watch watch a lot of other guys and sometimes it's beneficial sometimes it's not and you scrap an idea and it's gone David Akers is the last kicker for the Eagles to name kicker of the month, or special team player of the month. Are you familiar with David Akers at all? Or yeah, I've gotten to know him a little bit over the years. Um, he's he's always been kind of a great mentor. Like if I if I ever want to reach out about anything, he's always been open ears and happy to happy to give his input. Um, so it's it's been it's been nice to kind of grow a relationship with him, and um, obviously the success he has, it's nothing but beneficial for me. Uh, just they just crossed in the building. He was in town for for a game. I want to say it was my rookie year, so I got to know him there. All right, we got Miles, folks. Now we'll hear from running back Miles Sanders. day to day but uh, I, I feel good so I'll be practicing today uh, hopefully I'll be playing so what, what kind of happened what what happened with uh, the ankle um really just you know tweaked it a little again uh I had an ankle injury that had me out for three weeks so um made a play and heard it on that play tried to go back in later in the game and just wasn't feeling right couldn't keep it you know solid so but I feel good just trying to keep it uh Getting better every day, and like I said, just try to get ready for Sunday. Was it your, was it your call to, to leave the game, or did they just say they, they could tell you weren't 100%? Um, it was really my call. Like I said, I felt for myself it was hurting and, and limped off the field, and I tried to go back in for a couple of plays, but it just wasn't. I'll be selfish if I would have stayed in, you know, type. So. How is it that you're able to get back so quickly then, um, based off of? What happens on the I don't know, honestly. 
I don't know, cause it's it's, it's just weird, cause I tried to go back in and I couldn't, but um, right now it's just just doing different stuff that you know for treatment wise, just try to make it feel better and, and stuff like that. So, does the bye week coming up have any impact on you saying, well, maybe I'd have an extra week uh, to get it completely right for the stretch run, or do you not think like that? Just if I'm ready to go, I'm ready to go. Uh, well, yeah, I'm definitely thinking about the bye week, but not not trying to, you know, you know, just trying to focus on New York right now. But if, if I can play for New York, I'm, I'm going to play, and then I'll worry about the bye week uh, after that. But but if I'm a, if I can play, I'm going to play. What about the field conditions up there? I mean, you know, we saw the field buckle in preseason. Is it a harder turf? I mean, is it tougher on the, on the joints and things like that? Um. I think when you when you when you when you older, <laughs> turf turf isn't it? You know I, you can ask anybody in the, in the locker room. Nobody likes really playing on turf. Everybody prefers grass, but it is what it is. You know every field doesn't have grass, but you just gotta suck it up and just keep playing. You're older. Uh, a <laughs> little bit, a little bit, a little. I ain't that old, but you know you playing on turf a lot, it, you start to feel a lot. <laughs> You guys have, uh, you know, run for over 200 yards in, like, five straight games and everything like that. I mean, do you feel like once that kind of gets going, it's, like, really hard for for a defense to stop? I mean, it seems like, a, you know, teams are trying more and more to stop, and they still can't. So how does that make you guys um, I, I Honestly, and I don't think it's nothing scheme-wise that we're doing differently. Um, I don't think... Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's scheme-wise or anything. I, I literally just think it's our O line, and our O line's ridiculous. And like I was just, they just move and replace people like 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 it's nothing. And um, they, they love running the ball. And if if, they, if that's what they want to do, then we're gonna ride right behind them. And we, of course, we love when, when we run the ball too. So, but if if it has if nobody's ha- haven't stopped it, especially going against number one defenses these in these five weeks, then we're gonna keep doing it. Watch tape of some of the big runs and the blocks. Who draws the biggest reaction from their blocks? Oh, yeah, I know that, Kelsey. Yeah, yeah. When Kelsey's pull, pulling or something, just watch out. You know, he's gonna clear it out, and that's those are my favorite plays when I'm running behind six two. But literally everybody though, you got Jordan Mulata manhandling people, throwing people around. You got Lane, Lane Johnson, you know, Pro Bowl, all, all Pro, and you got Landon just learning every day, getting better, and, he, and he's strong as I don't know what, and. And yeah, got. It's, I, I love our line. That's that's just how I can really put it. That's all I can say. Had a series of like minor injuries since you got here that have kind of you know just nagged you things. How frustrating has it been that you haven't had that? It's, it's probably the nature of the position too, but you haven't had that chance to kind of have a, like three months of being healthy and just going out and doing your thing. Yeah, um, it, these last two seasons been a little frustrating, you know, um, but. I, I'm not trying to let it dwell on me or anything. Like I said, it's a long season, and if I let that affect me, then I won't be playing to the best of my ability. So uh, when stuff like this happens, I just try to get back as soon as possible and you know, get right back to it. And I don't try to let it affect me. And, and now when Nick talks about explosive runs, he considers runs of 10-plus yards. As, as someone who's kind of made a living with big runs, what do you consider an explosive run? What's like a, a run that gets you upset? It's like twenty plus. I like twenty plus, um, or, or more, or more. You know, last year I had a had some nice runs that I put together, but um, I just like how we're 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 establishing the run game, and it's making everything else easier for us. So, uh, and it's winning this game. So, 
this, what has this season been like for you, Miles? How have you been able to keep a, a positive mindset with the, the injuries? And, and um, just knowing that we still got a chance. Um, the season's not over. Uh, we, we had a tough one last week, but that's, that's the only thing keeping me, you know, is that we still have a chance, you know. Uh, we we take, take one week at a time and take care of what we, what we got to take care of each week. Uh, we're going to end up where we want to end up, so. I told him we were going to get the ball back in, which we did. So he's going to get another opportunity. And just tell him to keep his head up. He's played a hell of a game all, all game and stepped up when he needed to step up. But I told him we were going to get the ball back. And we did. We had a chance to win a game. But uh, it's not his fault. You know, you just got to move on and keep playing. Thanks, Miles. Up next, offensive lineman Landon Dickerson. Now, I think it's just, you know, the game plan that we have and what we see on film versus the other team, what they give us. Coaches do a phenomenal job of putting together a game plan, and you know, they know what we're good at and what we should do, and you know, that's, that's kind of what, what we've fallen into. They don't make many people people tougher than him. Um, you know, the guy just he, he wants to do whatever he can to help his team, and you know, I I commend him for that. He's he's a tough guy, smart guy. I mean, you can't say enough good things about him. But you know, he, he just wants to fight every second that he can to be on that field. You tried this way. How much do you think helps your development? I. I think it helps tremendously, obviously. The the more you practice something, the better you get at it. So, you know, the more reps I can get every day, you know, hopefully the better I can get and develop. Not very good, but a lot of improvement to make, a lot of stuff to keep working on, There's a lot of things that aren't pretty that I don't like. So, you know, I just got to keep trying to fix those things and get better every week. I mean, it's kind of two different things. Um, they each come with their own, you know, technical, I guess, specification. I don't know, techniques. Um, yeah, they're, they're two different things, really. All that's So I'll, I'll say that, in my opinion, I believe it's actually helpful to learn multiple positions. Um, you know, the big thing is, you know, especially at center, if you're going to make calls, if, if you're playing center, guard, tackle, wherever you're playing, um, you know, being able to learn what everybody's assignment is on the field, all 11 guys and what they're doing, uh, it helps you problem solving whenever you get, you know, some funky looks you may not have seen before. All of us are still going to Has there been a point in your career where you would have answered when you were playing well? No. no. So, so that's just the way you want it. You're always, that's always going to be your answer. You get complacent. Why would, why would you ever say you're doing good at something? So, so that's just the way you look at it, right? Like you can be a 10-time pro bowler and still be that way. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a 10-time yeah, pro bowler. Yeah. So. Sure. Any reps at the Super I do what uh, Stout asked me to do. You know, I always keep up. Um, I think it's a good thing for players, especially young players like me, to you know learn multiple positions. So anytime he's coaching the centers, 
you know, I'm listening to what he's saying. If he's coaching tackles, I don't know if that situation will ever arise, but you always listen to see the coaching points and what they're, you know, what they're telling guys and what Stout's trying to tell us and teach us. So, um, you know, I just try to be ready to go in wherever they need me. Um, I played center for about a year and a half at Alabama. Other times I was at both tackles, both guards. So been across the board. Just like kind of being on the field. Doing what? I mean, taking care of my body. You know, at this point it's getting later in the year, so it's important to, you know, find your routine and whatever you got to do to take care of yourself. Is that something you've learned more about how to take care of yourself? I mean, I, I've learned it throughout college and then getting here and. You know, I mean, everybody's different in what they need and, you know, what makes them feel good to get them through a season. You know, I'm Crimson Tide till I die, so I, I believe in them. If, if we uh, don't have meetings, absolutely. Next up, safety Anthony Harris. Anthony, do you have any good Elijah Riley stories? Uh, no, nah, not really. I mean, outside of some of the celebrations and stuff, we give him a, we give him a little hard time for it. But other than that, he's a great dude, um, great personality, hard worker, uh, works for everything. I'm excited for the opportunity he's gotten there. So, I mean, we look forward to you know seeing him on the field and you know they're competing against each other. So Just put your cleats, yeah. cleats up there. Yeah, um, you know, um, I'm a big, I'm a big person. Just always believing in purpose. Um, so my purpose of bringing them up here was trying to shed some light on some of the organizations that I've been working with. Um, one being One Love, which is the purpose to help youth um, learn more about healthy and unhealthy relationships, how to recognize them, how to prevent them. And then myself, my own personal foundation, which I started this past year, to try to help youth in terms of through mentorship, sports, and education. So just the opportunity to try to give back and shed light on some of those organizations. Uh, from the defense's perspective, Anthony, it seems like uh, things have uh, calmed down, at least from early in the season. What do, you, what do you see from this group as far as evolving where you guys are from now uh, to the beginning of the season? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, um, experience, um, being around each other now for a number of weeks, um, not only just learning each other, but learning the system. I think everybody just continuing to, you know, fight through the adversity that we faced all year continue to be open to learning and really just trying to iron out the details of what we're supposed to be doing defensively, where we need to be, and then also just learning how offenses are going to try to attack us a little bit when we're doing those certain things. Do you look forward to playing rookie quarterbacks? Um, no, I mean, for me, it's just about falling in love with playing the game. Um, every week is an opportunity that I'm blessed with and other guys are blessed with to go out there and play a game that we all work hard for during the week um, that we love. So. It's really just about focusing on how can we get a win, not necessarily if the quarterback's a rookie or a veteran, but just, you know, what can we do to affect them, um, not only at the quarterback position, but to affect the team and get the results that we want. What stood out about him, uh, you know, this summer and then on, on tape? I think his ability to make all the throws, um, whether it's on the move, in the pocket, um, you know, throwing from different angles, I think that that ability um, is something that pops out right away. Um, and that I see on film and I saw from, you know, the time that we spent um, in training camp with him. How much does that help you, like, in preparing to face him? I mean, you know, rookie guy you've never seen before, but obviously you did in the summer. Does that 
kind of give you guys a leg up a little bit? I mean, you could try to get a feel for, you know, um, how he moves in the pocket, um, how fast he kind of processes the ball, get the ball out of his hands and things like that. Um, but, you know, knowing that he hasn't played a ton of, a ton of games, uh, a ton of experience in the NFL, just trying to disguise him, confuse him a little bit, um, and make it hard on him any way possible. How strange is it to be watching film from training camp? I feel like, you, you know, is that pretty rare? Um, I mean, I typically don't go back too much and watch the film from training camp um, just because training camp's more one of those things where, you know, you roll the ball out there, you want to see what you got in terms of personnel, some of the things you may do on defensively from a scheme or offensive scheme standpoint. But it's later in the year. Um, there's been a lot of adjustments made. Personnel has gone and come. So for me, it's just really just about starting over the past couple of weeks um, and building from there. You mentioned disguise, Anthony. How much easier? You played a lot of veteran quarterbacks over the years, not just Zach, but any young quarterback. How, how much easier it is to fool those guys than, say, a Tom Brady who's seen everything? Yeah, I mean, it's tough. Um, the more experience that the quarterback has, they've, they've seen a ton of looks, um, whether it's through film or just you know time over knowing the coordinators um, and, and knowing those particular teams that it's tough to really get in looks and, and, and confuse them in disguise. So, you know, when you're going against a younger quarterback, um, some of that stuff takes a little bit more time. Um, but obviously, you know, people watch film and study, look at tendencies and different things like that. So every week it's a challenge to be able to do that, um, you know, staying on top, self-evaluating yourself and not just evaluating the opponent as well. What's been the biggest change, do you think, in like the way the deep, or what's been the biggest thing in, in how the defense has played like over the last month? I mean, you guys have been obviously not allowing a lot of points and everything. What's kind of been the big difference? I mean, I just continue, I just point to continuing to work, um, continue to come in with positive attitude, you know, learning what the coaches want us to do, and then whatever it is, just continue to tackle with a, with a strong attitude, you know, really trying to you know, control the game with our physicality and mentality in terms of causing disruption where we can. Um, so the guys up front been doing a good job of trying to stop the run, putting us in better position to, you know, defend the pass. Um, and then defensively just challenging people, you know, challenging them at the line of scrimmage and throughout the route tree as well. Up next, linebacker Alex Singleton. As, as the coverage has changed a little bit as you guys have gotten, uh, you know, depending upon who you face, do the number down a little bit in terms of that? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think just more, you know, just kind of, you know, from early on, you know, we were, a lot of it was, you know, obviously, you know, the explosive plays, we, you know, we talked about it a ton in the summer, talked about it early on, but I think just kind of evolved to where, you know, like most teams do, you end up playing one high on first, you know, and, you know, shorter second downs just kind of you know, force them into longer down the distances. And that's when, you know, you can play more of that shell. And that's kind of where I think, you know, kind of we've evolved to, especially this time of the year, obviously, you know, as it continues to get colder and, you know, the weather back here is going to get, you know, worse, you know, obviously we're going to play more one high and, you know, stop the run because that's how you win games at this time of the year. If you're playing a Jets team, you play in the free summer. What do you take away from that? Can you look at anything summer and, and implement that in this game? Yeah, I think, you know, you look at kind of what happened during the summer, what what they did, you know, well with, especially in practice, kind of, you know, they, they'll know some stuff that maybe other teams don't know that we did or, you know, that we've, that we kind of know that didn't work against them or did work against them. So they'll kind of, you know, be able to look at those. But, you know, it's been, you know, whatever it is, 11, 12 weeks now. So, and, and more. So, you know, obviously a lot of guys are different. A lot of stuff's different, but, 
you know, schemes are, you know, relatively the same. And so we'll kind of, you know, see. But I think you just kind of, yeah, like you, you watch it just to see, you know, what happened and kind of get after it. It's kind of exciting. It's like playing the, you know, you were with them for a week, so you have a, you know, that little animosity towards each other. It's kind of it's kind of fun. It's exciting. How about going back up to New York again? That's, yeah, that's not fun. That's a little weird. Oh, you don't <laughs> like that? You don't like that? No, the, the, that, the, that field isn't very good. You know, obviously we saw in the summer it uh, flooded and bubbled. You know, it's oh, yeah. it's not everyone's favorite place to play. I know MetLife's had, you know, it, it's definitely, it was better, you know, last week than, you know, I've felt it's been in the last two years. So it was better, but, you know, a lot of guys, you know, a lot of knees and ankles on that field. So it's, it's never fun going to a place that, you know, kind of has that that uh saying for it or you know the you know legacy of you know what happens so. i know players always say the game at the time but are, is it possible to avoid looking at standings and what this team's doing that team's doing where you got his rank i mean you definitely look i mean it's you know like anything you know every week we hope washington loses we hope dallas loses and we hope new york loses there's no there's no if ands or buts about that i think everybody does it and you should in every division but you do have to focus on the team you're playing. Obviously, last week we could have controlled beating the Giants. That's something that obviously you know you definitely focus more about on an NFC East opponent. But this week, I mean, if we lose to the Jets, you know, no matter what, whether teams win or lose, you know, we drop no matter what. So it, that's where you get that you have to focus this week because we have to beat the Jets to you know be where we want to be and you know start this NFC East run that you know we're gonna have to go. How are you guys handling the calls now? So like I guess you were making them earlier and then. Yeah, yeah, TJ, yeah, TJ's doing it, you know, on whatever, 95% of them, and then I do, you know, the dime off of this thing. Yeah. I think, I think you're on pace to lead the team in tackles. How special would that be for you to do something like that? Uh, I mean, it, it's always, you know, cool to be able to, you know, lead in something, obviously. You know, it, it just the play is coming to you. You know, you obviously, it's, if, if it's relevant to what's going on, you know, it helps. You know, obviously, I want to win games first because that's, you know, the most important thing for the team and where we're going. Uh, obviously, you know, like we said, you know, the next five, you know, have a lot, a lot riding on them. You know, we can go where we want to go if we can, you know, take care of business for the next, you know, month and a half. So it's, that's definitely more important, but, uh, you know, it, it's always good. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, like you said, you know, it's an NFC East team that we, you know, we thought we should have won the game. I think everybody, you know, knows how, you know, we all, you know, felt about it, how, you know, kind of how it felt at the stadium, but, you know, a lot of you guys were there and it kind of, it felt like we were going to win that game, you know, really the whole time and it just never, it never clicked. And so those hurt because like we said, you know, it's the last six weeks, you know, games we need to win, games we, you know, need need to be winning at this point if, you know, we're going to, you know, continue to do what we say we're going to do. So, you know, it, it definitely hurt, but, you know, just like every other week, you got to, you know, wash it down, you know, take it for what it was and, you know, let's go, and, you know, go back there. And beat Jets. In past years, Doug trained to yeah, you know, Wednesdays, I think early on in the year, we were getting between, I think, like 25 and 30 reps for a practice. I think now with walkthroughs, uh, I heard a coach, you know, like <laughs> yesterday, like card 60 something. So, you know, we're we're getting a lot more plays in. And so it kind of helps. And obviously your legs are staying fresh. You know, we're, we're, you know, Wednesdays are our hardest, you know, lift day. So, you know, we're lifting still pretty heavy. And then, 
you know, we're conditioning in the weight room. So we're getting that piece done then. And then to be able to, you know, knock out all those cars during practice, I think is huge mentally. And, you know, with a team like this, you know, we're all locked in. And if you can stay locked in during those walkthroughs, you know, they're just as beneficial or even more beneficial, especially with guys that are banged up who not necessarily would take every rep in practice. Not everyone takes, you know, all 25 or 30 of those reps normally. So to be able to have, you know, 60 reps where you're not rotating, everybody's staying in and everyone's getting mental reps in the back, I think it's huge. Yeah, you know, obviously I think the injury, you know, going up into the injury, you know, you could tell his confidence was growing, stuff was growing, and you kind of saw that last week. He's, you know, obviously, you know, just trying to find that rhythm. Obviously, you know, where they're at, you know, I'm sure he's not happy. I'm, you know, I'm sure, you know, he hears everything. So, I'm but you can tell he's he's developing in a quarterback. You know, he's still been the guy, you know, with that strong arm. And, you know, he knows what coverages are coming at him. And, you know, so it'll be why, you know, he will be a good quarterback, you know, one day in this league. And so it's you, – you can tell he's developing and, you know, hopefully doesn't continue against us. couple more for uh, Alex. It's, it's unusual to have joint practices for two different times. I know you guys were not vanilla there. Does that kind of add a little bit to the chess match? Yeah, you know, you know, it's kind of what I, you know, already, you know, kind of brought up. I think it's kind of fun. It's kind of cool. It's almost like, you know, high school. You know, you grow up and play against, you know, the like crosstown kids, you know, all the time, and then you you always play them. And so it's kind of kind of that same little thing. You know, we kind of got to see who they were, and they got to see who we were. You know, some guys got chippy, and you know, so it's kind of fun. Obviously, you know, just it's not gonna first quarter break out into a full out brawl or anything, but it's just kind of that exciting. You know, we we all tagged off. You know, guys, you know, fumbled in. You know, whatever. And so you kind of get that. All right, let's see who really would win that rep. And you know, we get to go out there on Sunday, and both sides get to prove it. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.